0: This week's episode of To The Top Talk is brought to you by CollegeSportsUnfiltered.com Talking Southern Miss athletics with some pretty knowledgeable Southern Miss fans. Great place to go, unvarnished, unfiltered. You won't have to sift through the propaganda. Southern Miss fans, check it out. CollegeSportsUnfiltered.com you are
1: listening to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Thank you, Jamesy. And Jason Bailey. Bump is uh, pretty good. But the reality is... They don't
0: know, man! I've been looking forward to To The Top Talk. You know, I have that with myself every night.
1: Every day, anything we do, it's Southern Miss To The Top.
0: What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington and Jason Bailey. I'm Jamie Arrington. Jason will be on the program momentarily. A big week for Southern Miss Athletics, kind of coming off the hangover that was uh, the previous week's episode. (laughs) We had a lot happen this week. A lot of good things happened, so we're going to get into all that and more. we got a great guest on the show today, a Golden Eagle to the core. But first, some breaking news today. We've been hearing some chatter about this the past few days, but Southern Miss football has a new offensive coordinator. His name is Buster Faulkner. He's the former offensive coordinator at Arkansas State, Middle Tennessee State, and Murray State. So this will be his first stop as coordinator where there is not a state involved in the title of the university. Thank God. Also, and we'll talk about Buster Faulkner as the weeks go on as we learn more. Uh, I think it's an interesting hire, and I think if everything goes well, could be a great fit here at Southern Miss, but you know, with any coaching hire, the jury's going to be out until you step on the field and see what they bring to the table. All right. Also, we announced this last week's, uh, to the top talk nominated for best local pine be- best local podcast. in this year's best of the pine belt awards voting started last week. Go to festivalsouth.org, Look for, uh, Best Local Podcast, vote for To The Top Talk, do it for Bump. This is his first time getting nominated for anything. He's gung-ho, he's focused, he's motivated, he's ready to go. So go on there, vote for To The Top Talk. Uh, you can vote once per day, per email address and IP address. So if you have multiple IP addresses and email addresses, uh, vote early and vote often. As they say in the Windy City basketball this past week basketball is on a tear this past Thursday February the 14th Southern miss defeated UTSA 78 to 71 then on Saturday the Golden Eagles defeated UTEP 77 to 47 keep in mind it was 54 to 12 at the half almost like Tim Floyd never left. But the Golden Eagles are on fire right now. Clearly the hottest team in Conference USA. They've come a long way since what we saw in December. And it, it looks like they're not slowing down anytime soon. So hopefully that will that ball will keep rolling as we head into the bonus play. And now the bonus. Golden Eagles right now 17 and 9 on the season. 9 and 5 in Conference USA. As the ratings fell down following the regular part of the regular season. I don't know what you call it. So basically there's two parts of so the conference season. Now you have the regular season, which is, you know, everything up until this point. And then they have what's called bonus play pod play. So what they do, and this was intended to give some of the higher RPI or net teams, uh, a shot at getting an at large bid. So what they did is the top five teams, in in the rankings, then the next five team in the rankings and then the final four teams, they're all they're all playing each other. So we ended up in the top pod. We finished ranked third. I think we're actually tied with, with some other teams, but we finished ranked third and how this pod system played out. So we drew the top two teams on the road and the bottom two teams in the pod will be coming to Reed Green Coliseum. So it all gets started. This Saturday, February the 23rd, as the Golden Eagles are taking on the fifth-seeded UAB Blazers. This game's at 2 p.m. It is going to be a gold rush. So wear your gold. They're going to give out 500 gold t-shirts to the first 500 people that show up. So show up, get you another gold t-shirt to the collection, as I've said in the past. When I do laundry, I've got uh, lights colors, and then gold. I have a whole separate laundry basket for gold. (laughs) So if you show up to the game, get you another t-shirt, that will be amazing. Then following that, the following Sunday, so that's March the 3rd, so we'll go a whole week without a game. March the 3rd, the Golden Eagles will be heading up to Bowling Green to take on the number two seed Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Then on Wednesday, March the 6th, Golden Eagles on, on the road again, taking on number one seed Old Dominion. And then on Saturday, March the 9th, the Golden Eagles come home for their final home game of the season, the final game for these seniors, taking on number four seed UTSa Roadrunners. So lots of excitement going on with basketball. You can see it starting to build. Crowd got a little better this week. Uh, hopefully, it'll be they'll be on fire for these last two games. And what an exciting game! I mean, 54-12 to at the half. I think that set a record for the lowest amount of points scored uh, by a conference team in a a single half, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like I saw that somewhere. I probably should have looked that up before I came on the show. All right, moving on. Baseball. So the Golden Eagles opening weekend this past weekend, taking on the Purdue Boilermakers of the Big Ten. Let's just run through this real quick. Friday night. Golden Eagles win 7-6 to six in extra innings. Then on Saturday, 4-2. to two. And then Sunday, Golden Eagles just came uncorked. 16-7, uh, defeating the Boilermakers for the three-game sweep. Golden Eagles now 3-0 on the season. This Wednesday, the next game, they're going to be taking on the Troy Trojans at Trustmark Park in Pearl, Mississippi. That game starts at 6.30 p.m. Then on On this Friday, the Golden Eagles kick off a three-game series at Mississippi State. You recall last year, and and today is actually the one-year anniversary of the end of that series last year. So when the Golden Eagles swept the Bulldogs in Hattiesburg. So the Golden Eagles return on the trip back up to Starkville in their brand-new, renovated stadium. I think they painted it or something. All those games, I believe, are going to be available on ESPN+. Plus. You have to have an ESPN Plus membership to watch them. I just looked it up on my phone on the Watch ESPN app. They are there. I'm going to have to renew my subscription after I canceled it a couple of months ago. <laughs> but, uh, you know, one of those games, the Saturday game, I think is around the same time as our basketball game. So maybe you can keep up on your phone while you're at the basketball game or if you head up to northern mississippi you can keep up on your on your phone with what's going on in the basketball game you got no excuse not to show up to either one of them so come on out have a good time with the golden eagle faithful all right let's get into the guest this week this guy is a golden eagle to the core great southern miss baseball player i'll let jason bring him up Selected to the 2011
2: Louisville Slugger All-Star Team, All-American Team helped Summerall to four consecutive Mississippi 3A state championships, including a 36-0 record in 2009. Finished as the 2010 uh, ranked number one in the country. Um, Named to the 2010 USA Baseball Tournament of Stars. Voted 2011, Clarion Ledger, Dandy Dozen. Named to the 2011 Rivals, 100. Tabbed as Mississippi's top high school prospect by perfect game. Drafted in the third round, 102nd overall to the Florida Marlins. Ranked as the number 20 overall shortstop in the nation by BaseballDraftReport.com. Played at Southern Miss from 2012 to 2015. A lifelong fan of Southern Miss and friended to the top talk. Welcome, Connor Barron. Connor, what's happening?
1: Thanks, man. What's going on? Thanks for having me.
2: Man, um, thanks for coming on. You know, we talked uh, a couple weeks back. Um, I saw you at Todd Maddox's wedding, and we just kind of struck up a conversation. And at that point, uh, you started just telling these stories, man. And I was like, you know, I've, I've, I've got to have you on the show. And, and honestly, yeah. I would like to have you on the show anyway, just from your play on the field. But um, like we mentioned in the open, you're a lifelong Southern Miss fan, man. So um, first of all, what was it like back at Summerall playing for uh, Coach Larry Knight?
1: uh it was, it was pretty cool man um you know me, me and Austin his, his oldest son grew up playing together um uh, so I got to uh got to go watch coach Knight at, at Hattiesburg High coach a few games so uh you know it was fortunate enough when he came to summer i be able to play for him uh and and you know I can't say enough about him uh as a coach and as a person man he's a, he's a great man and, and I learned a lot from him
2: and we mentioned the, uh, the lifelong center miss fan part um you were telling me a story, I don't know if you remember or not, but um about you said you you grew up at the Pete, You grew up rolling down that down that grassy hill that used to be down the right field line. So just just talk about that a little bit.
1: Uh yeah man, my, my cousin, uh John Nicholas, uh referred to as Big John, pitched mm-hmm. in uh pitched in the early two thousands. Um and I mean that's my first really recollection of of going to Southern Miss baseball games. Um and just fell in love with the place, uh, you know, the atmosphere, um, and just kind of what, what Southern Miss baseball stood for. Uh, you know, like you said, um, before the, before the hill, the green hill was replaced with concrete, uh, a a lot of games out there, uh, caught a few, uh, foul balls up there. So, um, and now, now I hang out in the roost, um, just about every game. So, um, but yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I fell in love at an early age, and and still I'm in love with it. So um, it's a special place. Absolutely.
2: So your freshman year, right? and what we're going to do, I'm just going to take you through. I'm going to take you down memory lane here for this uh, for this okay. interview. Um, freshman year, you get Southern Miss. You appeared in 39 games, made 32 starts, um, 21 at DH, six at shortstop, three at second base, two in right field. You were used as the leadoff hitter. Appearing in that spot in twenty five games as a true freshman. Um, batted two fifty of four doubles, a triple and seven RBI. So coming out of high school, um, they really I guess I guess maybe coach just didn't have a didn't didn't know where you were gonna fit in. It looks like you kinda I mean, number one, it's cool that you can play all these different positions, but number two, <laughs> um, it was that kind of weird, you know, going from just a top rated shortstop in high school and now you're kind of bouncing around
1: at the uh, D one level? Yeah, I mean it was I mean, it was an adjustment um, that, that had to be made for sure, uh, which I was totally up for. You know, um, going into it, I just I just wanted to be on the field. So whether that meant you know playing shortstop, playing anywhere else, I just wanted to play. Um, so, but yeah, I just like you, like I you said, I tried to be as versatile as possible, and, and you know, luckily was able to, to play a little bit with my freshman year.
2: And so I might have buried the lead there, but I think people are just dying to know um, what it was like. I mean, drafted in the third round, man, 102nd overall. What was it like deciding to forego the opportunity to play pro ball? I mean, as big a Southern Miss fan as you as you were, and as you remain to this day, that's pretty tough to pass up. I would I would imagine.
1: Yeah, it was it was a tough decision. Um, you know, to be honest, the, the whole draft uh, situation kind of snuck up on us. We weren't. You know, I say we, many of my parents weren't really expecting any of that. Um, you know, of course, I, I had a good senior year at Summerall, and and it kind of led up to that. But, you know, I, I wasn't expecting it, say, um, like, going into my senior year. Um, but it, it was a tough decision. You know, I, it was pretty cool saying, I, you know, I got drafted. Um, but when it comes back to that, it, was my ultimate dream was to, to play at Southern Miss. Um, it's something I got to do for four years, and you know, I'll always be forever grateful for that.
2: Awesome, man. Totally cool. I don't know if I could have passed on that dotted line thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was at the time it was, a, it was a pretty tough, tough decision. Um, but you know, I, I get people all the time, you know, now that I'm, I'm done playing, if they, they'll ask me, you know, do you regret, regret not, not signing? And you know, I tell them, you know, first off, no, I don't regret. Would it have been cool to, to get an opportunity to play professional baseball? Yeah, 100%. But, um, when it comes down to it, uh, I don't know that there's enough money in the world to to uh, for me to give up my college experience. So um, with that with that being said I'm, I'm pretty proud of that uh, you know of that decision.
2: And I think that Southern miss is pretty proud of you too, because you end up staying uh-huh. all four years. Yeah. Um, so so the freshman year is done. Now we're in our sophomore season. Um, saw so action in thirty eight games. Made 22 outfield starts. They're starting to make a little bit of a transition. 12 are in left, six in center, and four in right. Uh, batting average dipped a little bit that year, but you seem to found a home in the outfield at this point. So, so now just no more bouncing around from infield to outfield. Um, is is t- talk about that sophomore season if you can.
1: Yeah, so uh, I mean, I was kind of played with the injury bug, I guess you could say. Uh, I was coming off a of shoulder surgery. Um, so trying to get to hundred percent health wise, um, and like you said, just, just trying to make that transition from the outfield, which to me, wasn't that big of a transition, um, you know, in, in college baseball, uh, infield is extremely fast. Uh, there's a lot going on. Um, so for me to get out there in the outfield and just kind of quit thinking and, and, and run around and catching fly balls was pretty cool. Um, so I feel like I gravitated towards that pretty well. Um, but yeah, it was uh it was a, a year kind of full of full of some injuries. Um I, I like to think that was one of my biggest learning years. Um because any, any opportunity I wasn't playing, I was standing next to Coach Kylie in the dugout, asking any question I could and, and trying to learn as much as possible. So um, you know, just you know, trying to be a good teammate and, and you know, help out when I could.
2: That summer. Um you got a good summer. Um, hit six home runs. Hit two fifty three. Driving in twenty six runs for the Acadiana. Is, is it Acadiana? Acadiana cane, cane Acadia, cutters. Right, yeah. Over that's in right. Texas for the uh, collegiate league. Um, so it looks like you kind of finished that year. If you want to talk about the college season and sun, summer season, kind of smushed together. Finished that out on a high note and and seemed to have found a little a little power at the plate.
1: Yeah, that was. Uh, I I got down there to uh, to Lafayette um and and started swinging wood bats um and plus getting to play um just about every day uh, down there we were we were off on Monday so other than that we were we were playing every day which was pretty cool um so i compared that to to pro ball you know just in the fact that you got up oh, you know, did your, your, you know, whatever, you know, worked out and then, you know, went to ballpark and got to play baseball. So, which was, was pretty cool. So, yeah, I got into a little, a little rhythm. Um, and like I said, I got to swing the wood bat, which I think helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, found a, found a little power and, you know, got a little more comfortable. Um, got healthy, uh, for the most part. So, um, but yeah, that was a, it was a fun time down there.
2: Now, you were in, you were in outfield that whole summer as well.
1: Uh, actually, I think, uh, going into it, I was, I was, you know, I was going to play outfield. And the, the first game, I get down there and meet my coach. And he's like, Hey, man, you're going to play second base this game. <laughs> Open the game. And I was like, Okay, cool. So I uh, wound up playing second base that game. I think that was the only game I played second base. But, uh, but yeah, I played outfield the most for the most part.
2: So finish that year up on a high note. And then we go into your junior season now. Um, junior season, played in 54 games, uh, started in 45. Now we, we've transitioned, we've transitioned again all to center field. So every, every one of your, every one of your games played came in center field. 246, 10 doubles, four home runs, 20 RBIs. So it seems like that power you found in the, uh, in the summer kind of, uh, transferred over. Led the squad in CUSA games and hitting with, at a 310 clip with seven doubles, three home runs and six RBIs. So, um, now that you're in center field 100% of the time, did that translate to confidence at the plate?
1: Oh, I guess you. Could, I guess you could say so. Um, uh, to be honest, man, when, when you know our, our class first came into Southern, um, we we transitioned from swinging those old—I uh, don't know what you call them—BESR bats, or we call them the trampoline bats. Uh, our senior year, and then our freshman year at Southern, we're swinging basically lead pipes. That you know, the, the bats at that time were the first BB core bats to come out. Um,
2: yeah, it was like hitting with a wet
1: sock. Yeah, it was. You know, not not trying to, to make excuses, but yeah, you go into it, the college, twenty first year pitcher, and then now you put a bat in your hand that was, to be honest, one of the worst bats you could possibly swing. Right. Uh, so, so my junior year, the, the bats were starting to kind of get back to normal. Uh, you know, a little down to it, so they're starting to sound a little better too. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I guess you could say me getting in the outfield and, and being you know, hundred percent out there, kinda of translated into uh, you know, just being being multiple on the field. Uh, plus me being older, you know, it was my third sure. year. Uh, um, so I've been through two full seasons and I kinda knew what to expect and um, so yeah, I mean it was that was that was kinda I guess the 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 transition year, you know, for me to kind of turn it around.
2: Right. Well I was gonna I was gonna ask, I mean you being your junior season you probably found a role as a leader, I would guess, on and off the team uh, or on and off the field with the team. Um, and it's, it also seems like, you know, conference USA games are where you kind of did your best work. Um, I guess just, just the, 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 the big games is kind of when you, were you like that in high school as well? I mean, when the, when the kind of the, uh, everything's on the line, seems like you, you played better.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess you'd say that, um, you know, to be honest, I try to bring the same mindset to, to each and every game. Uh, you know, that that particular year, I guess I was just fortunate to, to be locked in and, uh, when we played conference, which, you know, when it comes down to it, are, are really the most important games about, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, it was always fun too when you brought in the, the Alabamas and the Old Misses mm-hmm. and, and, and teams like that. Uh, so, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say when the, when the, the conference schedule got here, it was, you know, it was, it was time to go. So. Um, I guess that's an accurate statement.
2: Sure, sure. Um, so, you know, I meant to ask you about this earlier, but um, as far as playing at the peak goes and when you transition to the outfield, I mean, that place is blowing out, like, all the time. I mean, it's it's nothing to have, you know, 10, 15-mile-an-hour winds blowing straight out at the peak all the time. So is, is that tougher for outfielders to play in those conditions?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, the wind's always – uh, always the, the biggest factor, especially when playing out both wind and the sun. So, you know, when I coach my, I coach a little travel team, uh, they'll be 13 this year and, and I try to get my outsiders for the game and, 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 you know, get them to notice where the wind's coming from and which way the sun, you know, is, is shining. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it was, you know, my biggest thing when I went out there is to figure out which way the wind's blowing, um, and try to position myself accordingly.
2: For sure, any places in the uh, any places in the conference, or I guess outside of conference, just during your time at Southern Miss that you enjoyed to play at?
1: Uh, for sure, Rice. Um, you know that's one of the premier places to play. I would say you know in the country just look their history. Um, you know, yeah, we we got to play at a lot of cool places and a lot of cool uh, you know towns. Um, you know, Marshall was was pretty cool just in the fact that uh, I don't know it's kind of an older stadium. The, the field wasn't superb, but, you know, it was a, I want to say a single-A or double-A park. I don't remember, right. uh, but just kind of the backdrop, um, you know, I'm trying to think where else. Florida Atlantic, Florida Atlantic was pretty cool, uh, just being down there in Miami. Uh,
2: any fans, uh, did, did, did you get the treatment, um, as, as the yeah. Roost is known to give to opposing teams that come to the beat? Did you find, did you have any of that?
1: I some of the worst. I guess I ever got it was at when East Carolina was still in the conference. That's another cool part we got to play at. Uh, But when East Carolina was in the the conference, I guess in my sophomore year, I think I was playing left field, and they kind of had what you can compare to the Roost uh, in left field. And uh, my my biggest advice to to anybody ever playing baseball that has the opportunity to play outfield, um, the one time that you uh, show any kind of – I guess disrespect towards the fans when they're kind of giving you a hard time. That just makes it a hundred million times worse. <laughs> uh, so I, I try to have fun with it. Um, you know, not, not show them up at all, but you know, mess with them a little bit. So, um, but yeah, I would say East Carolina, um, Back in my, my
2: sophomore year, sure. Always, always enjoy playing those guys, and not not only just in baseball, man. I like I like the football atmosphere. I liked no doubt. I liked it all. Like, the only thing I didn't like is it's so far away. I can't just bust there, you know. That's,
1: um, that's true. That's true.
2: Okay, so junior season's done. Let's get into that senior season. Um, kind of put it all together. I think uh, hit two ninety that last year, over forty nine games, uh, again, all of which were in center field. Um, he had eight doubles, a career best eight home runs, hit the leadoff spot pretty much the entire year, 44 times. Um, you hit home runs uh, to lead off the game both against Murray State and South Alabama, and led the team in runs scored and walks. Talk about that senior season a little bit. I, I'm guessing at this point that you're kind of the alpha. You're, you're I mean, yeah. not not you alone, but I mean, you yeah. know, a senior guy started for four years. You put a put a whole lot of miles on that on those Southern Miss cleats. So I'm guessing you know a lot of the young guys look up to you, and it looks like you know your leadership kind of translated to to having I think your best season while you're at Southern Miss.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, I definitely think that was that was my best year. Uh, I mean, to, to be honest, I just you know with that being my last year, I try to have as much fun as possible. Um, and like you said, you know I kind of embraced the, the leadership role, um, not as so much as a a voice, but just kind of through actions. Um, you know, so it was extremely comfortable, uh, finally healthy. I'd say the most health, healthy I was, uh, you know, leading up to, for that Rice series. Um, but yeah, man, just, just got out there and really just, you know, you got to think too. That's, that's my fourth year with, with those coaches too. Uh, Coach Barry and Coach Guy. you know, putting in time and, and you know, through all the practice and stuff. And finally it, it, it was starting to click. Um, you know, I was kind of, finally hit my stride. Um, but yeah, I would, I would definitely say that was
2: that was my best year. Well, I see you dominated Conference USA pitching again. Um, <laughs> good Lord, uh, batted uh, three twelve in Conference USA games, twenty two runs, five doubles, three bombs, fifteen RBIs. Um, again, you've got just a habit of showing up in these large conference games. Um, let, let me ask you this: I'm, I hope you remember about it because I don't think I would ever forget, and I would probably tell everybody I sit next to at a bar stool for <laughs> my entire life. But. Uh, do you remember anything about that FIU series that year?
1: I, I do. Um, that was kind of a unique, unique series uh, for me. Um, yeah, a, close, a close family friend uh, of ours, uh, my, one of my dad's really good friends, actually passed away that weekend. Um, so really for, for us, kind of for our family, it's kind of a, a difficult time. Uh, but, but I do remember having probably the best weekend of my life that weekend.
2: Yeah, by my count here, you were seven for ten. That's a 700 batting average. <laughs> um, uh, five runs scored, a pair of doubles. So, um, yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good series.
1: Yeah, um, I was, I was seeing, I was seeing the ball well that weekend. I, I do remember that one.
2: That's awesome. Very, good, very cool story, man. I appreciate you sharing that.
1: Yeah, no doubt. All
2: right, man. So college is over. So, so you got to be thinking. I mean, just, I mean, where do you go from here? I mean, I know you made. I also made some notes over here about these about how well you did in school, and I am going to have to just tell everybody real quick. Um, it's 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 almost as long as the intro that we had for you to open the show. But majored in business administration, freshman year, eighties honor roll, sophomore year, eighties honor roll in the dean's list, junior year, eighties honor roll, uh, conference USA commissioners honor roll, senior year dean's list. I mean, goodness gracious, what, the, what, what, what was your ACT score?
1: Uh, I think I got it to like a 23 before I finally decided that I was, I didn't want to take it anymore. So <laughs> I, I think I was like a 23. But yeah. I, I think that's just a, an attribute to, to Coach Barry and, and the emphasis he puts on on the importance of, of school and, and class. And you know, yeah, we're there to, to, to play baseball, but you grand scheme of things we're there to, to get an education. So, uh, and, and Coach Barry, he'll tell you from the get go. Um, you know, he, he's glad to have you on, on the team, but he's more worried about, you know, life after baseball. So, um, like I said, he put a great amount of emphasis on, on, on school and, and, you know, I kind of took pride in it. Um, you know, it's, it's tough when you, when you're playing a sport, uh, to, to keep up those grades. So, um, you know, it's something when I look back on my college career, I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of is, is to, you know, they weren't, they weren't the best grades, but, you know, um, it's, it's, Better than mine. That <laughs> it's something, you know, like I said, I, I took pride in and, and, you know, I was very fortunate to, uh, to, you know, graduate um, the semester. It took me one semester after I was done playing, but I wanted to get my degree. So um, something I'm something I'm extremely proud of.
2: What makes you more nervous, giving a business presentation in the, in, in, uh, in, in school or let's say batting in the bottom of the ninth versus Rice?
1: Definitely the, the the business presentation um, <laughs> here in school for sure. Uh, and baseball is a little more natural to me, so um, but yeah, I would definitely say the presentation part.
2: So I was going to ask you about your about the best memories from from your time at Southern Miss. Um, I think that you're probably going to tell me some of that, which you've already said with the FIU series. But is there any other memories that that stick out to you?
1: Uh I mean, of course, you know, the, the guys I got to play with, um, you know, there's a bunch of guys i still keep in contact with and, and talk to just about on a daily basis. Um, you know, that, that would probably be, you know, my number one, uh, memory. Uh, number two, I guess would be, uh, I want to say we were pretty successful against, against Ole Miss and, and with, you know, I told you, you know, earlier, Austin, uh, Knight, Coach Knight's oldest son, uh, we're, we're good friends and he actually went to, went to Ole Miss. So, it was always fun kind of beating on beating up on him a little bit. So, um, Absolutely. you know, that was, that was, that was also uh, a good memory. Uh, I mean, overall, man, just, the just the fact that I got to wear, you know, black and gold for four years, um, you know, even though it felt like 30 minutes, uh, was, was, you know, just a, a treasure in itself. So, um, I was extremely blessed.
2: What was, uh, what was it like playing for coach Barry?
1: Man, he he's a, he's a great man. Uh, there's, I don't think we have enough time to, to for me to, you know, talk about all all the good he's, he did for me, um, you know, and I always remember from from the get go uh, when I first came into to Southern, uh, I guess on a, on a visit um, or when I guess maybe when he offered me, um, he told me from the get go, you know, you commit to us, we're committed to you, man. Um, that's that's you know stood. Stood true So um, I mean Great coach Knows the game of baseball um, But when it comes down to it Wants you to be uh, a, a good husband A good father More so than A, a good baseball player So um, You know I'm just gonna thank for him and, and what he You know What he taught me um, Like I said All the other coaches as well Coach Guy did a lot for me as well um, But You know I, I couldn't I couldn't ask for For a better coach staff.
2: For sure man For sure so, so what's up these days, man? What, where are you at? You still living around Hattiesburg?
1: I am, man. I'm still in Hattiesburg. Uh, I work for a for a wholesale company called Southern Pipes and Supply Company. I'm an outside salesman for them, um, and you know, just try to try to sell stuff uh, throughout the day and um, wait for baseball season when it's more baseball season. So, um, and when it is baseball season, I'm like I said, just about in the I'm in the roof just about every game. Um, so hanging out with, with all the all the fans, so it's cool, man. It's a special place, um, but yeah, ready for this weekend.
2: So for all of your pipes and supplies, hit up Conor Barry. <laughs>
1: That's me, man.
2: <laughs> so talking about this year, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll get you out of here pretty quick, but talking about this year, um, uh, and just for the listeners, we're recording this uh, on Tuesday before the home opener, this friday not exactly sure when this episode is going to get out but it's going to get out pretty soon but uh what so what are your expectations i mean what, what do you look like to happen this year and like it, as far as i go i'm just hoping that you're going to tell me that we're going to have enough pitching um to get by after losing a guy like nick sandler from last year
1: yeah i, I think that's always the, the biggest question uh you know what, whatever year it may be is uh, how's the pitching going to be um but you know, I've got full faith in, in, in coach Oz and and what he's doing. Um, you know, he's, he's gonna have those guys ready. Uh, same way with coach guy who had the hitters ready. Um, you know, I tell people as long as we swing it, um, put up a few zeros, I think we'll, I think we'll be okay. Uh, I think we got a good group of guys that, um, you know, got some playing time together and got some history and, and, um, you know, just keep, keep riding that high, you know, off, off that conference championship and, um, you know, we, we played in a tough regional last year. Uh, you know, I, I got reminded of, of it the other day. Uh, played in a regional, uh, where the host team went on to play for, play for the national championship. So, um, <laughs> you know, it was, it was definitely a tough draw for us, for, for us, but, uh, it's just, I think something we could build off of and, and, you know, maybe, maybe host and, host a regional ourselves this year. So no, I'm excited, man. Whatever happens, I'm a, I'm a fan for life. Um, you know, I know what those guys go through and what they put in uh, to get ready for the, for the season. Um, so, but I'm just, I'm just ready to, ready to be a fan, man.
2: No doubt. Hey, last thought, um, Walner, um, where would you, I'm not going to ask you about his hitting stuff, but as far as on the mound, we've, we we've heard that he's going to probably be a weekend starter. Um, yeah. Do you go Friday, Saturday, or Sunday?
1: <sighs> to be honest, man, I, I almost put him in that, in that James McMahon role back in, uh, back in 2015. He was our Sunday guy. Um, you know, as, as a player, you always have, have that, there's always that Friday night guy. Um, once you get past him, you kind of, you kind of start beating up on the pitcher staff, uh, for the most part. Um, you know, it, it, to me, if, if I'm, I'm going up against Southern Miss and I see a guy like Matt Warner on the mound on a Sunday, um, and just kind of <laughs> puts me. Puts me in a fit all weekend, to be honest. So, I don't know. Um, you know, where, wherever he's at, I know he's uh, he's gonna he's gonna do well, man. He's he's been he's been awesome his first two years, and you know, I look forward to uh, to watching him have this you know this third year and, and have a good one. So.
2: No doubt. Well, I hope he hits a bunch of uh, bombs right over there to, uh, to where you doubt. and your dad and everybody in the Maddoxes and all that Heck, sit yeah, in the right yeah. field roost. Hopefully, um, hopefully, hits over us. Yeah, he's way over us. I mean there's no way I would ever step in the in the box against him. I know that. Um yeah, me man, thanks so much for coming on. You guys can follow uh Connor at C underscore seven on 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 Twitter. So go ahead and follow him on there. And uh, if you come out to the game, man, everybody's always out in the roost. Um, I'm sure that he would have no problem shaking your hand. So
1: dude, no doubt.
2: Thanks so much for coming on and uh Southern Miss. So miss the thought, man. I appreciate it.
0: That was former Golden Eagle standout Connor Barron. You can follow him on Twitter at CBarron seven. Go follow Connor right now. See him, Check him out there at the roost. Check him out there at the ball games. Come out and have a great time at the Pete. We should be back home before too much longer. You can follow us on Twitter at ToTheTopTalk. You can follow me at Jamie underscore Arrington. You can follow Jason at BumperJBailey on Facebook as well, also on Instagram. Got a great thing going there, at To The Top Talk. So like I said at the top of the show, be sure you go vote for To The Top Talk for Best Local Podcast in this year's Best of the Pine Belt Awards. Voting is on right now. Go to festivalsouth.org to get involved in that. Got some shout-outs. Let's give a shout-out to College Sports Unfiltered. Go check out the site. Chat it up with some great Golden Eagle fans. All right. I think that does it, you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed it. You guys have a great week. Go out and support the Golden Eagles. Lots of good things. So, I mean, I didn't even mention what's going on with track. You know, softball's had a great season thus far. Um, so a lot of good things to be excited about here on the campus of the University of Southern Mississippi. Look for To the Top Talk on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Give us a rating. Give us a review and whatnot. Tell your friends. Share the black and gold gospel. And as always, Southern Miss to the top.